Welcome to Watch What Crappens, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker. Joining me is the wonderful and hilarious Ronnie Karam. Hey, Ronnie, what's up? Well, hi, Ben. How are you, hun? Oh, God, Ronnie, I hope you like my performance on today's podcast. Oh, do you like me and my funny Ronnie? <laughs> I just can't take any criticism at all. Oh, I hope Captain Sandy likes me. Welcome to another Below Deck Med recap. And this one is the one where Matt, as usual, makes me want to pull all the hair out of my head. Oh my God. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my God. Everyone's going to be as bald as him by the time he frust- finishes frustrating the hell out of all of it. Now, luckily, I'm already bald. But girl, I'll stress eat myself into a coma from this guy. He's stressing me out. He's so deeply awful. Um, so, uh, you guys, um, uh, first of all, thanks everyone who came to, uh, take a seat last night. It was really great. If you missed it, don't worry. We're doing it every Monday, every Monday night. So just download the Spotify green room app. And, uh, but thanks for everyone who showed up and participated. It was super fun. I don't have anything else to really plug. I mean, I think we, I, I say we just j- jump right into this. It's a blow deck. Let's med. jump. Let's jump right into it. It's the penultimate episode, which means it's almost done, guy. Wow. It's done next week. I have to say, ready for you to, to go, season. This has been the week. It's been full of emotional people who can't work unless they have like the right emotional environment to work in. And I know that sounds harsh, but I was a trainer of waiters for a very long time. I had to hire staff and train people and uh this is my worst nightmare this whole this whole season it's like everyone freaking out like they can't do it just because their feelings like fuck your fucking feelings and get to table number 12 okay they are waiting for their merguez sausage appetizer yeah i mean i actually really like lloyd um a lot of people were like oh he's the most annoying person we've ever had i actually like lloyd quite a bit but um, it is He's kind a of sweet guy. I'm not. I don't even mean Lloyd as much as because Lloyd had a panic attack. Like Lloyd looks like severe, like actual things that he needs to be treated for. Right? It's like panic attacks. That's like a serious thing. Anxiety and stuff like that. So I'm not really digging in on anxiety and and that kind of stuff. It's more like Katie just always stressing and then Matt, I just need to be I need to have good feelings or I'm gonna be a complete nightmare if people don't compliment me all the time. And then you've got David who's like, oh I can't do that. I feel like I was being condescended to it's like because you weren't patted on the head for, you know, one fucking t- minute of your life on this ship. You know, it's every it's all of them. Yeah. It's just it's uh it just a few too many episodes. It should have been a 13-episode season, and then it would have been great. But uh, it's been stretched out for so long. You're like, oh, my God. So previously, speaking of Lloyd, previously it was the Lloyd Lloydpocalypse, where Lloyd was like, I'm doing okay. I'm nothing wrong. I'm just, you know, just just having some memories of 
previous boats where I wasn't safe. And would I be safe afterwards? <laughs> like, okay, Lloyd, we're going to send you to the shore. Okay. Will I ever receive another hug on another boat besides this? <laughs> so Z is watching him leave and, you know, talking about how his chest was tight. And Katie's like, what does he have high blood pressure? Said in this tone of like, doesn't he know? It's only two stews. Only two stews. Yeah, gosh, I wonder why you'd have high pre- blood pressure. Maybe it's because he's being worked to the bone to cover up for the fact that you're only two stews, and that you guys all, and that the deck crew has to compensate for the lack of labor force on the interior. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's that. All right, team, team, Sandy, Sandy, crew, crew, Sandy, Sandy, salon, salon, Sandy, Sandy. I don't care. I'm just gonna say different words than Sandy salon a lot selectives. because, frankly, it turns me on. All right. Yeah. As some of you know, okay, I'm glad we all gathered here in the salon. As some of you know, Lloyd is going ashore to take care of his chest pains, and they're sending an ambulance to take his EKG, and we just want to keep positive thoughts at Floyd. So if you could, or Lloyd, I should say, if you could, take your positive thoughts and pretend they're books and just throw them at Lloyd's head. There we go. (laughs) Now, look, if he can't return, you're going to have... Uh, you know, you're going to have to help on the interior and exterior. Everybody, all hands on deck, which is a saying that actually makes more sense than ever right now, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay, guys. And this is obviously a situation that we could have all foreseen as a as a, a potential outcome. And I'm sure it's something that Katie thought about before she decided to set Delaney <laughs> loose in Croatia with no guidance and gone away from far away from our boat. Yeah. And Malia's like, um, my first concern is Lloyd, but now we're running low. And when you go down a member by choice, this is what happens. Zero room for error. Um, yeah. So the captain's like, okay, we're going to have to pour it out on anchor, flanker, flanker, pour it out, whatever that means. Okay, it's the first time, guys. Okay, it's the first time we've had to do that. Did you understand what she said there? I don't even... Here, I didn't. I didn't even notice that she said anything about pouring it out on an anchor or flanker. I mean, I'm the one who she just didn't. made nonsense about Delaney wandering in Croatia without guidance. So I don't even know what I'm saying, to be honest. So I'm just like, like we're we're both going mm. through it right now. So yeah. provisions, provisions time. And Katie goes three sleeps, which is kind of a funny callback to uh, what's her face saying. You know, I can't even remember Lexi saying you know twelve sleeps or whatever. And I also, again, I got mad when she said three sleeps because it's like you would only be saying, you wouldn't be saying three sleeps in that angry way if you had Delaney. Then it would be more like, oh, three sleeps left. I'm so sad. But now it's like, oh, three sleeps to get through this. It's like you put yourself in that situation where you have to say three sleeps, Katie. Well, I just just didn't like it because three sleeps, like that's not a universal uh, time. Right. And so you say three sleeps. I'm like, oh, my God, the show is going to be done by two in the afternoon. I'm like, no, it's not on my sleeps. It's theirs. <laughs> We're going to be here for fucking ever. You know, it's so, like, oh, my God, it's almost over. You know, when I chose to go down to Steve's, I didn't really consider losing a deckhand as well. On my plane right now, it's to survive. Really, Katie? Because all of us <laughs> predicted that. Like, what if? What if a deckhand goes down? Because we've already had some issues with personnel. What if? Uh, so Malia's going to take Lloyd's watch. David is um, going to be alone in the morning. And Dave, David's like, I've, you know, I've had my point, but I want to help wherever I can because that's what I'm here to. I want to be there. I want to push us through. Be a hero if you will. Will you make love to me? <laughs> no, just get to work, please. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I totally respect your decision. 
I want to help wherever I can. Interior, exterior, on the deck, below the deck, on the bow, in Malia's vagina. Wherever I can help, I will... Oh, I just fell and bruised my leg again. Sorry, everyone. I'll be in the galley resting. So the guests are coming on a little boat over. So they're coming. And it's Crystal, Jamel, Ian, Gennaro. And they're all cheering... W Y W Y W B Y W B, which means yachting while black. <laughs> oh, I was like, just funny. So then um, they get on the boat and they seem like they're going to be a pain. Uh oh, you there, darling? I'm here, darling. Yeah. Are you there? Did we quit? Are I you didn't there quit. with me? I didn't right quit. Man? I didn't quit. Did or you are quit? You not? I'm of still God, here. This is like terrorism. I'm still you're here. You're either with me or you're against me. I'm still and here. If you're against me. I'm still here. You're a terrorist. I'm yeah. actually still here, and yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Ben, Ronnie, come back to me. Ronnie. Ben, oh, maybe I'd lost. Come back oh. to me. Oh, oh, I'm trying ben, to send you a text to say I'm still here, ben, but the text isn't going through, which seems to indicate ben, that it is I. It is I who have lost my way. Ben, the sad song of Malia <laughs> disappearing into the waters. And you hang up on me. Ben, why did you hang up on me? Ben, I'll see the clouds are shining through for you. All right, so we finally connected again. And um, what were we talking about before we started singing to each other? Because we couldn't connect. <laughs> so um, the guests come on the boat, and they seem like they're going to be a pain in the ass. Uh, be- you know, this show's really good at tricking us. But whenever someone comes on the boat and goes, do you have cigars? I'm like, oh, no, because those are stinky. Mm-hmm. And you're already asking for things. And you're on a luxury vacation and didn't bring your cigars. Okay, yeah. You sound like a pain in the ass. But they turned out to not really be. Yeah, they're fine. I mean, Jamel Hill was on um, a season of Below Deck previously. And she was like, her crew was like a little demanding. Um, I, I kind of felt like they were made to look very demanding. But um, they, yeah, this, this group was actually fine. Um, and I feel like if they were to be demanding, they deserve to be demanding because this this crew, I mean, they, yeah, they show up on. and Matt gives them like the world's saddest guacamole. I mean, just this sad, sad guacamole. I mean, I would be demanding after <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> um, so then Katie's showing them around like use, and she's like, and this is the day head. And the guy's like, what? She goes, a day head. And the guy's like, oh yeah, I'm going to catch this day head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just love, love the term for the bathroom, the potty, the potty squat. That's right. And then they go into the galley and Matt's like, how's it going? This is my spot. Do you like it? Do you like my dirt pile? I was finally able to make a dirt pile without anyone <laughs> stepping in it. Do you like it? Do you like it? So, uh, I was thinking then do, uh, well, we'll do family style and then we'll do plate it. Does that sound good for you? And uh, one of the guys is like, uh, yeah, we'll let you know how it tastes. And he's like, game on, game on. Tell me you don't like it and I'll sat for three days, quit the job, throw things around and go for a drug score in the city. <laughs> So then um, they're pulling up anchor and guess one of the guests knocks over a glass. 
glass and uh, Jamel needs things steamed and um, it's just like a lot of like people running around and Stu's being busy and everything and then Matt tells us in the middle of all this Matt tells us I get insecure whenever I get criticism and even if it's the smallest thing all I can think about is that piece of fish I served Sandy because in the last episode in case you forgot he served some fish to Sandy that was a little more gray than white. And Sandy was like, oh, could you not serve that kind of fish? Like a pretty minor thing. Like, and he was spiraling about it. Yeah, don't serve me the dark meat. He's like, oh, gosh. So now I have to try Mediterranean style fish. Oh, see if I can get my head out of only thinking about brown fish. <laughs> it's <laughs> not your job for us to make you feel good. Make the fucking food and do it well, okay? Yeah. Or go away. Just want to shake him. Whiny little baby. So then Katie starts serving the fish and some arugula and zucchini fries and stuff. And Jamel's eating the fish. And she's like, no disrespect, but this fish is mad bland. And everyone's like, yeah. Uh, needs more flavor so now katie's like "Ugh, how am i gonna tell matt this because he'll you know he has such bad reactions to things and you know she's like oh i'm just trying to do my job and he needs to do his at the end of the day you got nothing for nothing she had an at the end of the day in there so matt asks her are they happy and she's like uh well and then we see sandy calling Dr. Norma T. Timelaw. How's Lloyd doing over there? And, uh, well, uh, let me tell you, this is what is happening with Lloyd. He's having a panic attack because he is pussy, so I threw many dictionaries at his head until he reset. He just needs some time off. <laughs> no, actually, I was wondering how Cinderella's coming along for Broadway. You know Andrew Lloyd Webber, don't you? God, what a talent that guy is. Yes, okay, I would is, have to Is agree. Cinderella going to open, yes or no? Yes, it will most likely open, but it will not be as successful as Joseph at the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, which is actually a beautiful parable about my life as a doctor. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, so here's the update. I'm going, the, we did the uh, ECT, and I'm going to observe Lloyd for an hour. Will he be playing any score from Cinderella? Just got to know. Could you ask him? <laughs> uh, so, um, meanwhile, Katie breaks the news to Matt that the fish needed a little bit more flavor. He goes, oh, I just want to cry. She's like, well, you can cry in three days. Oh, I thought every fucking piece was perfect. Oh, sorry I ruined the charter. What do I know? So then Courtney is ironing and steaming, and then uh, she comes to see, or Matt goes into the laundry area, and he's like, God, I'm so much over it. I'm just over it. She's like, Oh, God, I've got so much steaming to do. Well, this, this shit's trip. It's going to be shit. Yeah, he is totally. Bye forever. <laughs> he's totally the person that, like, goes and just bothers everyone with his insecurity. And I know that person. Because that's me too. Okay, but I don't think no, you're when I not do like that, this. I don't act like this. Yeah, this is, you're not like this. This guy's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so, toys, I mean, look, if you're going to ask for compliments, do it like me, okay? This is how I do it. I need a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can I, I'll have a compliment, please. Do it like I do. Yeah. Post something on Instagram. Yeah. Order it. You've got to ask life for what you want. You know, order your fucking compliment. I'll just tell you what I need. Okay. <laughs> I don't fish for compliments. I literally just 
ask. Just I'm like, just give it to me, okay? I'm fishing is too much <laughs> yeah. effort. Just give me the compliment. Please tell me I look thin. I feel terrible I today. Look you look good. thin. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, so now everyone's getting into into wetsuits and everything. And um, David tells us, in hindsight, I think it would be nice to have an extra deck hand. These guests in the water tours, well, I would call it. 10 out of 10 for effort. And then we see this one guy, this poor guy. I forgot his name. He is not meant for I think it's Ronnie. Is it Ronnie? Yeah, I think you're right. Yes, it's another Ronnie, just not built for the water toy world, okay? They don't have a wetsuit that fits him, so the guy looks like a damn, you know, golf ball inside a toothpaste you know tube and then they can't have they don't have a wetsuit that's big enough for him so they end up just like i don't know like taping together traffic cones and like strapping them over his head you know this is what we have to deal with people and then he tries to get onto this some sort of like boogie board or whatever and he like rolls onto it and then just promptly just continues rolling right off of it into the water <laughs> and well then- he chooses the foil too you know and that's what you gotta love the confidence of big people because i've looked at those things online they're like ten thousand dollars so i didn't do it obviously but um yeah, those are like motorized boogie board things that you stand up on and then they lift out of the water. <laughs> like the weight limit on those things is like 250 pounds. So, Ronnie, I feel you, okay? Because I want to do it too. And I actually give you props for actually doing it. Yeah. And then he, so like first he like rolls off of it and then he like is in the water and he's sort of holding on to it and it starts to rise out of the water, <laughs> as you said. And he just. He just sort of like it's it's not a match made in heaven. And I was watching a hundred foot wave beforehand, and I was like, <laughs> "This is not someone who would fare well in a hundred foot wave." <laughs> As if anyone. No, would. you put me on one of those things, I'll fall off of it and make my own one hundred foot wave. Okay, <laughs> that's not my toy. So then they're all in the hot tub and they're joking and everything. And Katie's talking about how she got a balloon thing for the anniversary dinner that night, and Courtney just starts choking out of nowhere which is very much me these days i will just be sitting sitting somewhere and just start choking <laughs> like i don't know does that happen to you we're like no oh my god i'll just be sitting somewhere and then just like saliva goes down the wrong pipe out of nowhere i'm like what what the f- i wasn't even eating any i wasn't doing anything i asked my doctor about it and he was like it's basically post nasal drip if you got it sometimes post like a little drop just falls back there but you just feel so violated it's one thing to be drinking and something goes down the wrong pipe and you're like Ugh! But if you're just like literally sitting there and then all of a sudden you're like, <laughs> you're just like, please, <sighs> it's getting old. You're being violated by your own juices. Yeah, exactly. So then everybody's working, 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 and then it just cuts to Katie going, we're not going to have breaks this trip. Your fault. Your fault. Your fault. Your fault. So then Malia and Matt are talking and Malia goes, oh my God, this is going to be the best night ever. He's like, it's a lie. Oh, they need more seasoning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, I just want to take some Molly McButter and shove it in his face at this point. So um, I love that you you did not choose violence in that sentence. You almost said, I just want to punch him. And then you're like, oh, my God, that's mean. I want to shove butter in his face instead. Fake butter. Which Molly I McButter. <laughs> I liked your pivot. It was sweet. It was, it was just I just wanted to I just wanted to shove seasoning in his face. Although Molly McButter isn't really seasoning. It's just more like chemicals. Um, so yeah, so and then meanwhile, Courtney is uh says alerts us that she's thinking of a rap for the talent show, oh, which God. gets me scared. Oh, no, gets me scared. Oh, every me time. too. And then we hear, uh, <laughs> me too. 
And there's just like re- just general labor happening, tablescapes coming together. Uh, they're pulling on a pool toy. We hear Malia say, we are all Gucci. I'm like, okay, you get the Molly McButter too. You're getting- Anyone who annoys me <laughs> is getting Molly McButter in their face today. Uh, so then everybody's getting dressed for dinner. And uh, Jamel asked Katie if she could turn on the hot tub for later that night. And Katie's like, oh my God, you're all in white. What a vibe. Happy anniversary, everybody. What a vibe. And there's like this moment. Gucci. Gucci. There's a moment where when when Malia asks, what, when Katie is supposed to tell Malia to heat up the hot tub, then it cuts to Malia like texting Z to be on anchor watch and David to be on mornings or something like that. We see a text and we, and I I'm thinking to myself, Oh shit, Katie is going to be overworked and she's not going to tell Malia. And like somehow it's going to be a drama with the hot tub. Literally none of this has any impact on anything. Like we don't, they don't even seem to get into the hot tub. I'm like, why did we like stop and hear about <laughs> warming up the hot tub? Yeah. Um, so then, um, one of the guys is like, oh, so-and-so went to the bathroom or whatever you call it. Jamel's like, let's just please call it the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what do they call it in New Zealand, Katie? She goes, oh, I can't say that here. It's polite society. And he goes, the pisser, right? She goes, that's it, the pisser. <laughs> what I vibe. And then, um, Matt starts, he's making, they're all sitting at the table and Matt's doing surf and turf and he's plating some steaks and he goes, don't be mad at me, Katie, if they hate it. I'm like, oh, my God, please, this guy. Okay, we're going to do filet lobster with a red wine demi glass, okay? <laughs> um, so then they serve it, and Jamel's like, oh, my God, this is what we had at our wedding. I'm not even kidding. How did they know? What? Steak and lobster? That is fucking crazy. That's crazy. Did you have a chicken option? Did you have a chicken option? Because this is going to be real fucking crazy in about a second. Were there past hors d'oeuvres also? Oh my god. (laughs) It's like he knew. There was cake. So the captain comes in and checks. She's like, how's your dinner? Just micro, you know, hope you're enjoying those micro greens. I'm micromanaging hell. (laughs) And then it's like, dun, dun, dun. They're going to hate their dinner. But then we come back from commercial and Jamel's like, this is what we had on our wedding. Which was not really a scary thing at all to happen after commercial. Yeah. And I loved it. So, um. It's all great. And, you know, then Sandy, we get like basically a montage of, of Matt's roller coaster season of being like, you know, crazy fits and then having great moments with his food. And Sandy tells us, I just want to end on a high note. And considering everything we've been through, we're heading in that direction. A nice high note. Yeah. So Katie goes and tells Matt that they had this at his at their wedding and Matt's like, Whoa, thank God I'm back in their good graces. <laughs> so then um he serves some grilled veggies and um the people are talking about the wedding and one of the guys is like, Ian, were you hands on at the wedding? And he goes, A little bit more than Jamel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh and so um then they're just, you know, again, just, they're all just working hard and everything. And then Jamel says, Katie, I hate to tell you this, uh, we're gonna be up for a while. And Katie's like, That's fine. That's fine. Oh, I haven't made any recent personnel decisions that would make this a very difficult moment for me <laughs> at all. Yeah. Uh so Katie goes to Courtney, she's like, They said they're gonna be up a while. No. 
And then it begins, putting Katie through just late night hell alone. So they just keep drinking and ordering drinks, and they're all ordering different things. And um, work, work, work. She doesn't go to bed until... 217. No, she she doesn't go to bed till four in the morning, ultimately. People but she's working, working, and she's she's up so late that David, who is asleep, wakes up to take over anchor duty and she's still awake. And um lo- and then we have like a little scene where Z is gets into bed and he's like FaceTiming with Lloyd, and Lloyd is saying, like, Well, I've been out of it all afternoon. They've been throwing a lot of books at my head. This it's a really aggressive hospital over here. And uh Zia's like, Lord is one of the most purest people I've ever met in my life. I love Lord, etc. Yeah, and then um, they're still singing. Someone sings, Sister Katie. <laughs> yeah. And Katie tells us, well, I was the one who chose to have two stews, so I can only blame myself, but I still stand by my decision. <laughs> dum dum. Please never have her be the captain of any sort of vessel. Like, I'm just imagining this <laughs> The Titanic going down. Well, it was my choice to try to run over that iceberg, but, you know, it's an impossible decision. I regret but I re- nothing. <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> yeah, so she goes to bed at 4.30 in the morning. And um, now it's day two. And Malia and Lloyd, uh, Malia's saying that she texted Lloyd. She's like, God, we really need his goofiness. And then Courtney's setting up for breakfast. Malia's doing water toys. And one of the guests is awake at 8.49 a.m. I was shocked. I thought they were going to sleep until like 11 a.m. But nope, they were up and ready to go. Yeah. Um, So let's see. Courtney is telling the captain that they're all going to hang out and split an Airbnb when the season's over. Sounds great. Sounds like a really fun time. Nah, but so then, nah. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a good joke. I like that. So the weather is not good, and so Katie's like, "Rainy day for the interior is the interior's worst nightmare." The guests want things twenty four seven, and I have to provide things twenty four seven, and you can't give up. And unfortunately, I'm still down. Oh, but I stand by the decision. I stand by it. <sighs> So, um, they're staying on the boat, so they have to do all this stuff on the boat for everybody, and they're gonna do golf balls, and Jamel's like, you know we set up a talent show for you guys later, right? She's like, well, I don't know that we have many talents, except for running around like chickens with their heads cut off, because we're short people! (laughs) And we also happen to be short people, but none of us are above 5'1". How about that? Surprise! Um, so they're, now they're playing golf, doing hitting golf balls off the uh, edge of the boat. And, um, and while this is, while this is getting set up, Sandy, uh, catches Lloyd out on the bow and he, she's like, Oh, Hey, you smoke in the rain. He's like, yeah, I do. She's like, oh, okay. And, uh, she, we're sort she's of like, don't put your cig out. Don't put it out. Do not put that cigarette out right now. Now you are going to talk to me. We're going to do it with our mics on, but we're going to hide from the cameras, okay? Like we're trying to rob a house with a ring cam, okay? That's how we're going to do this scene. So they move off to the side, and we just we just see the kind of ring cam footage. And um, she's like, now let's talk. That didn't just happen over nothing, right? The panic attack. And he's like, well, I've had quite a traumatic year, and I tend to get a bit nervous when the season ends. You know, there are just so many books in the world. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're going to be okay. I'm going to give you my number. And if you run into anything, you can call me. Okay? Call me anytime. 
Now, listen, I'm not going to answer, okay, person who's probably only going to be here in my life for one more day, uh, but my voicemail is very inspirational, okay? Don't even leave a voicemail. Just listen to my voicemail greeting and then hang up. You should feel better. <laughs> if you don't, call me again, okay? And just listen to it again. Give it another shot. Okay, I'll be on tour all year with my inspirational uh, Captain Sandy tour. Going to tell a lot of stories about Somali pirates. Okay, hope you don't have another panic attack. Whoops, got something on your shirt. <laughs> just kidding, you don't. I was just kidding. Just wanted to flick your nose. Okay. Oh, Lloyd, looks like I got your nose. Oh, got your nose here. Oh, don't my nose. My nose. Okay. It's, it's not. It's not real. Look, it's my thumb. It's my. My nose turned oh, into a thumb. My nose turned into a thumb. No, no. Okay, calm down. Oh, I just got hit by a golf ball. Okay, who did that? Let's see. I absolutely froth over golf. I froth over golf. Ew, Z. Why does these. Z, so apparently Z is like a really good golf player because and his mom was a pro, but and so he's like hitting the golf balls and he's doing really well. But when he tells us about it, he goes, "I absolutely froth over golf." <laughs> it's just not the imagery I want. Yeah. So then um, they're giving Katie massive drink orders and they're almost trying to fuck with her, <laughs> like ordering all different things with um, uh, not addendums. What am I trying to say? Anyway. So the guy, one of the guys is like, Katie, where's your pen and pad at? And they're like, I'll bet you a dollar that she gets it wrong. She's like, they're trying to break me and it makes me want to push through. I don't big Dan. Oh, sorry, when I get stressed, I throw up. We have a lot of vomit <laughs> no, triggers on this boat at the moment. We've literally watched Katie bake down or back down like 10 times this season. A million times. So now, you are fired. I don't think you should fire me. Okay, you're not fired. You can stay. Okay. <laughs> so then Lloyd is sort of making his way through the, the boat, and he sees Matt, and they hug, and Matt goes, Oh, I thought I smelled a Lloyd. Oh. Which, by the way, I hope no one ever says that, like, I thought I smelled a Ben, because I don't want to have a signature scent like that. That's That's not good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then uh, Dave tells us he has no talents. He's like, I can carry out a Lion King or Aladdin. And that's pretty much where it ends. <laughs> so now Matt is prepping his food for dinner. And he goes, you know, after that rocky start, the train is getting back on the start now. And, and the meal, the meal Sandy is, <laughs> this meal Sandy's here. And her last time meeting with the guests was not perfect. And it puts him in a headspace again. <laughs> Don't serve dark fish, stupid. Yeah, that's it. Just that's all you have to do. No fish. one wants to. No one wants to eat your fucking tears either. Look at the fish on the plate, and if it's dark, take it off the plate and put a different piece on. So Courtney is practicing her rap. We got Ronnie in a safety vest. We're short-staffed, but we're trying our best. Are you seriously going to complain about being short-staffed to the guests again? Why is nobody stopping Courtney yeah. from doing this? That's so tacky. Well, at least she's not going to twerk. And um, uh, <laughs> I can't believe she doesn't actually. <laughs> yeah. And then Lloyd asks if he's like, do we have any soup? Is there any soup on the menu? It's going to be for my rap. I'm going to make this really good rhyme. I want to eat soup, but first I need to poop. I think it's going to play really well. And Malia says, it's kind of a weird thing to ask crew to do a talent show. I mean, if we had talent, we wouldn't be in yachting. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's time for the talent show. Everyone who works on a cruise musical show is just like, fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, so then Lloyd passes out scorecards for this talent show. 
and um, he does like Cockney rhyming slang, and he's like teaching them about Cockney rhyming slang, and then and then they start doing their challenge. So Z comes out and he's like bouncing golf balls on a club, and they're like, "Oh, okay, cool." Meanwhile, we should point out that one of the one of the guests is Michael Eaves, who's a anchor on ESPN. And so, like, if you think that Michael Eaves has not seen people around the office in Bristol, Connecticut, doing the golf ball thing, I mean, he's like, "Oh, great." It's almost like you think I'm not some icon from ESPN. <laughs> I'm just turning him into Countess Luann. <laughs> oh, I guess I haven't seen just, it this before. It's not like I work in the world of sports. <laughs> oh, so then Malia does a handstand and walks on her hands. And then David uh, comes out and he's like, I'm from a town in Plymouth. And he starts juggling oranges. And he goes, obviously, I can't juggle oranges. <laughs> One thing I can do that you can can't do date everyone here anyone 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 no not not a single one all right well that's all right i look forward to being friends with all of you in the future less talk more jumping jump so david does uh he does this thing where he like holds a toe in one hand and jumps and i don't really know what changed or what happened but they all love it they like they love his jump he does a really good jump and then i think he just like uh switch broke his leg last week (laughs) Um, so then, uh, Katie and Coco come out rapping in their orange hats and it's, it's cringe. It's sad. Yeah. And even they're cringing. Katie's like, I am cringing right now. I don't know what is happening right now. And the producer says, well, would you call yourself the next Dr. Dre? She's like, no, I'm going to leave that one to the the OGs. You can have that one. Dr. Dre can have that one. Unless that's what you like. Cause if you'd like that, I'd consider it seriously. All right. (laughs) Let me think on it. Let me think on it. Uh, so then the captain has dinner with them, and Matt's like, Oh, well, if it can't be a perfect season, at least it has to be a perfect dinner. Katie, should I start freaking out? Did you notice also that Captain Sandy mentioned, Katie, you did such a nice job on the table decor. See, I do care about table decor still, even though I haven't mentioned it all season long. And even though you're just basically putting out glittery black placemats and candles every single time, let's just pretend that this is basically a float going down the New York street on Thanksgiving. Okay, <laughs> great job. Great job, Nadana. So okay. um, uh, so now they're all, like, everyone's served. The whole deck crew is helping serve. And uh, Ian's asking Captain Sandy what the worst dinner was. And Sandy goes, well, it wasn't the worst dinner I ever had, but the wildest one was with Johnny Damon. And we see footage of Johnny Damon being, you know, like drunk and peeing off the side and his wife being terrible. And then Michael Eaves is like, oh, well, you know, Johnny's awesome. He's a great dude, you know, because I, I work in sports. And, uh, you know, he's a, but, he, but when he starts drinking like an old baseball player, it's like, oh, man, are you all ready? You know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, it's just awkward. I mean, listen, I've had my issues prison um rehab you know all the all the regulars but to see someone just not take the art seriously i mean come on johnny <laughs> so now it's actually the count as luann <laughs> yeah. is this cabaret or is it baseball johnny come on well it's like when i said to tom brady well congrats on having five billion super bowl rings how about you sing a song <laughs> so then they are served truffle sashimi. Okay, wait. By the way, you know what? I have to popcorn. Mention. Yes, 
if I have to hear Katie, and thankfully I won't have to because the season is ending, if I have to hear her say Shashimi one more time, I am literally going to, I don't know, throw something at something. She keeps saying Shashimi. It's the espresso. It's the espresso of 2021. Now I now I I'm sure. Watch me now. Watch people be like Ben. Actually, the proper way to say it is Shashimi. But um, I, as far as I'm concerned, it's Sashimi, and it's driving me nuts when she goes. Some fresh sashimi. Would you like some sashimi with your espresso? Yeah. Sashimi is what Jen Shaw eats on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. <laughs> now I'm looking it up because I realized I had a I had a whole big No, it's sashimi. It's sashimi. Well, I mean that's how it's spelled, but maybe it's pronounced sashimi. Who knows? Who knows? Are we worldly enough to have an opinion? I'm not sure I, I think am, not. to be honest. Well, the point is this. I just don't want to hear her say sashimi again. And then Katie drops a drink on the table and splashes Sandy, which, you know why? Because the dish you're serving is so stupid, the drink couldn't take it. (laughs) Truffle sashimi with popcorn. (sighs) I feel like he's trying to get a complaint, and he just can't get it. It's just, yeah, it's it's very, like, ooh, how clever. So then Courtney, gosh, poor Courtney, she, she, she goes, oh, I just hit my head so fucking hard. I'm like, man, this is a show... Where, like, if you stub your toe, they are going to make a big scene out of it. And she just hit her head, and they didn't even put it, they didn't even show footage of it. Did I miss it? Did I miss her hitting her head? <laughs> no, she just came out and said she hit it. Wow. <laughs> um, so one of the guys is like, come on, Sandy, have a drink. She goes, if I have a drink, I don't know how we're going to get to the dock. Uh, so then we go to chicken milanese, spinach, and zucchini. With microgreens, importantly. Uh, microgreens. Um, so they, they serve this food up, and they do cut away to people adding salt to all the chicken, by the way. And then Crystal, who is Michael Eve's, I'm assuming, wife. Girlfriend, partner, whatever. I love Crystal. But great season for Crystals. I love her because she just looks so snobby in a way that I really appreciate. And she's just like, I don't know if the microgreens are beet related, but I taste all sorts of beets up in here. I'm pretty sure I put that on my preference sheet. She goes, these are beet-like. Okay. <laughs> and Jamel's like, well, we definitely put that on the preference sheet. I cannot stand beets. And she's like, no, this is like, no. Uh, beet family. Beet family. This is from the beet family. Hello, my wife has a beet <laughs> issue. Can we get some help around here for crying out loud? What is this? The Colorado Rockies? Am I right, everyone? Sports. So uh, Matt comes out. And one of the ladies is like, um, so is this from the Beat family? He's like, oh my god, what? No, I don't even know the Beat family. Where do they live? The Beat family. This reminds me of Beats. And, he, and he's like, oh, no. So he goes to the he, kitchen. By the way, he says, it's called Blood Something Micro. Could you imagine as a Bulls chef? blood. No, but he tells them. It's called Blood Something Micro. Like, how do you, <laughs> oh. how do you tell that to your guests? Like, it's called Blood Something. Like... <laughs> At that point, just don't even say. Just say it's microgreens, you know? Yeah. So he goes up and looks up Bull's Blood, Beats, and dun-dun-dun. I lied unintentionally. They are Beats. Are you mad at me? I fucked up. (laughs) So he he admits that it was Beat Greens to the captain. And she's like, well, I loved it. It was delicious. Please do not throw things or leave the boat. Thank you. <laughs> she just like backs out of there slowly. Yes. You did great. 
So, and Jamel says, I've made it through the whole dinner, which is a callback uh, to Below Deck. Because remember, they did a whole dinner for her, and then she, like, passed out midway through. A little <laughs> deep cut. So, um, so, everyone's thanking Sandy, and Malia's looking up Airbnbs and Split. And, yeah, Sandy's just saying, you know, like, I just want to make sure Matthew knows how happy I am with his performance. Because no matter what, how great it is on every area, he always goes to the criticism place. And I want to make sure... He stays focused. No, she's, yeah, I want to make sure he stays good because one little bit of criticism and then, you know, it's my fault because I lost the chef. Right. So, and we need a Captain Lee to be like, now you listen here. All right, you little wuss. I'd rather drag my dick through a, a minefield of broken nails, bottles, and those little fish with teeth. And then eat your crap dark fish again, all right, loser? Now cry one more time and you're going over the side of this goddamn boat. <laughs> I would say cry me a river, but no river deserves a pussy like you in it. <laughs> say cry me a river, but even a river of tears coming for you wouldn't be good enough for that shit fish you just served, <laughs> idiot. I would say cry me a river, but not even Carly Simon deserves you associated with a very good song of hers. <laughs> so then we get a little David clip. He's like, I know I took a lot of pressure off Malia, uh, and I just respect her as a person and as a friend. And when she's ready to marry me and have children, I'm ready for that. I will be standing right here. And by standing, I mean doing my little jump thing until I fall over and bruise my other leg. <laughs> so the the uh, guest party some more uh, tonight. And then uh, Matt and Katie are talking and Matt's like, I feel bad. They don't look happy. But like, cut to them partying and dancing and being the happiest they've ever been in their lives. She's like, well, there's nothing you could do about it, Matt. And she goes, well, I could complain to you. She's like, I'm working 19 hour days and I can tell you it doesn't matter at all. Please get out of my face, you fucker. And then she just takes Molly McButter and just throws it in his face and I'm so happy. At least in my um, brain, so it then, happen that way. <laughs> so then she goes upstairs, and Ronnie's like, do you have some warm cookies back there, Katie? That would be great. She's like, um, actually, Matt is in bed, so he can't do that for you. I'll bring something room temperature. They're like, whatever you have. You guys are such fuckers. You're really going to lie to the guests and say Matt is in bed when he's down there doing nothing? Yeah. He made fucking breaded chicken for dinner. Okay? Yeah. He can make some cookies. And just because you chose not to have Delaney does not mean that other people are deprived of cookies, okay? And Katie, she even says, the wheels are falling off the wagon really quickly right now. I'm like, no, you actually took a wheel off the wagon and you put it, you actually threw that wheel into the ocean and now the wagon is struggling and now other wheels are falling off because the first wheel was taken off. <laughs> yeah. If you have and then you lied about the wheel being gone in the first place. So people tried to make it down the damn street and their wagon fell apart. And there were cookies okay, in that wagon and now the cookies have fallen out. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm not even at work. I'm at home. And of course, I'm a big person with probably a binge eating disorder. But I always have cookies ready to be made. They're mixed and ready. You never know who's yeah, going to come and over. And then Matt. you can be like, Look, I just, I just whipped these out and had them ready for you in 10 minutes. And they're like, Oh my God, you're like magic. Yeah, fuck Matt for not getting that. He should have already made the cookies because honestly, Actually, you know what? This is this comes from a very real place, not from a snarky place. If I am drinking on a super yacht and it's only like 12, 12.30 and I'm like, do you guys maybe have some warm cookies back there? And they're like, no, we don't. 
I'd be like, what the hell? I could get warm. You, that's crazy. You're a super yacht. It's a mega yacht. Okay. And you got to have that. You've got to have the warm cookies at any moment. That's where I would pull my obnoxious guest card. I'd be like, well, I would just be like, I'm going down to the kitchen. I'm going to make some, some cookies because I want cookies. Or I'd be like, I might even be really obnoxious. I might even say, wake up the chef. I want my cookies. I might, I might be a diva about it. You know, because now I'm, I think I'm so bad, Ronnie. Do you hear what the monster I'm turning into because of the show? I do, but that's, you know, it's reasonable. It's shitty service. If you spend it's basically $10, shitty service in every episode. If you're spending thousands yeah. of dollars and um, you can't get a cookie because you chose to understaff the experience, I'm, I, I want Well, my it's cookie. not even understaffing. This is Matt. He's not understaffed. He's only supposed to have one person there. So Matt just wants to go to bed. So Matt. he doesn't want to make the cookies. Wait, make- he should already have the cookies mixed in a plastic bag in the fridge or the freezer, whatever. So he could just whip them out, throw them in the oven and be done. And- but he doesn't even think that far. And you just serve them micro greens. Yeah. And on top of that, it's not hard to make cookies last minute. I think most of us have had a moment when they've gotten drunk or they've been tired. They've just whipped up some cookies i'm sure why do you not even have like a stupid thing of toll house even make even made i would be happy if you just had toll house you made just cut out those cubes and put them on a thing like it's just but even if you had to make them from scratch it's really not that hard it's just what butter sugar eggs flour chocolate chips yeah he sucks he sucks yeah so um katie's like well and then you know what just to make it even more offensive she puts ruffles in a bowl and takes them to the guests. I mean, I mean seriously, just I mean. just sink the boat at this point. <laughs> just I'm done with sink these the people. Boat. Just <laughs> and, she, and then she goes, two stews. I'm starting to think I fucked up and made a mistake. Oh, really? Oh, really, Katie? <laughs> really? Was it staring down at the ruffles in your hand that made you think that? You freaking idiot. It's been like six episodes. Like, and now you finally figure out that you made a mistake. <laughs> So it's bedtime, and Matt goes to bed complaining. He's like, "I'm over it." You know what? Um, you know what I'm so over? The- I'm over not getting cookies when I'm drinking on the luxury yacht that I spent thousands of dollars for. That's what I'm over, Matt. Sorry, you had to. All right, someone's got a little chip Sahoy on his shoulder <laughs> over there. All right, let the cookie go. Uh-uh. Let uh-uh. the cookie go. Nope. Let it go. Nope. Well, not. So Courtney is doing breakfast drinks, and then they're getting ready for a pitch. Oh, so you can make a breakfast drink and not a cookie? Just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So Katie's like, well, basically Katie's telling him they need to be ready by 11. He's like, well, I hate my life. (laughs) What do you hate? (laughs) Cookie slacker? You got got to go to bed early. You got 25 extra minutes of sleep because you didn't make those cookies. So you should be happy Uh, right now, okay? So... <laughs> yeah, she's like last day. I know I'm still mad at it too. I'm I keep so saying let's I'm move so on, but up. then I I'm get s- mad about it. I'm so angry right now. It's like I feel like it's 2020 all over again. This is the sort of rage I have not felt in many months. So oh god, because 2021 so much fucking better. Well, doing great, guys. <laughs> We're doing great. <laughs> at least I feel confident that I could get cookies in 2021. Okay, so uh, <laughs> Crystal uh, Crystal wants avocado toast with two eggs over medium, and then everyone everyone's just ordering a million different egg orders. And then on top of everything else, Michael Eaves is like, how about we eat upstairs? Shall we do that? And so like, oh, okay, great. 
<laughs> um, and Matt's like, I'm still upset about dinner last night. I still haven't even planned my menu. It's just fucked up. You are the absolute weakest sop of a man. You had sir. 25 just extra leave. minutes to sit down and go onto freaking allrecipes.com and look up a meatloaf, okay? Like, he can't put together orders because he was just so sad about last night. So, another another constant failure. Plan the breakfast. Tell them what they're having for breakfast and start sending it out. Okay? Yeah. That'll be a lot less last-minute egg orders. You would think. I mean, it's the last charter, dude. Yeah. I mean, did, have you never heard Ina Garten's story about her very first time she cooked for friends? And she invited everyone over for brunch and made them all an omelet. And it was... Very, very difficult because then she spent the entire party making omelets and it was a disaster. Do you learn nothing from Ina Garten, my queen? <laughs> um, so yeah, he's he's not an Ina watcher. You no, can just tell. Not. Ina would never serve half the shit that no, he serves. He's like he's a guy here. Did I say snerve? Ina would never snerve. Anyway, um, so lots of breakfast orders: avocado toast, omelet with shrimp, onion, spinach. There's an egg white scramble, and it just keeps going, right? So Matt's like, "Oh my god, what a difficult day it's gonna be! Fuck me, Jesus Christ!" <laughs> oh. He's got all these pans with eggs going at the same time, and he didn't put butter on any of them, so they're all sticking to the pan. He can't. He's breaking all the yolks everywhere. I mean, this is definitely a flashback to Rachel's first breakfast service on the last season of Regular Below Deck when she was over the, remember, she was over those eggs and she was just like crying into the eggs like, ah, ah, ah. And she got, but like, yeah. I felt bad for her because at that point it was her first charter. She did not know what she was getting into, but this is the last charter and Matt should know better. And he had 25 extra minutes to prepare for it. Okay. So um, he's like, oh, this one time I was in my 20s, I had the worst breakfast service of my life. I cracked about 40 yolks as I was plating them, and I made a hollandaise sauce, and it broke three times. And it really sticks with me, because when I'm spiraling, that's what happens. My God. Literally no one cares. This is, I mean, yeah, this is the worst. If I wasn't checked out yesterday, these eggs are going to push me over the edge. These are supposed to be over medium and they're not. I'm going to cry. I'm like, get yourself together, okay, because you're on a mega yacht and this is something that like diner chefs do every single second of every day. Yes, although growing up in a family restaurant where <laughs> breakfast was served at the Quality Inn, actually. Thank you. Hello, Quality Inn in El Paso. Miss ya. Um, my mom and dad had a restaurant in the Quality Inn called Cilantro's. Hmm. And we had to go. I worked breakfast and my mom did the, you know, she was back there cooking with all the cooks. Eggs are hell. Yeah. Okay. And they're, they cost like. 10 cents, you know, especially in El Paso. It's like, here's your nine course breakfast for a dollar, you know, like you're making no money and it is hell. And everybody is a highfalutin Rockefeller when it comes to their eggs. They're like, this egg is three degrees off, <laughs> you know. So it is, it is difficult, but you're also a professional chef what, yeah. where people are making, paying you thousands of dollars. You would think that at some point you would learn to put butter in the pan. Yeah, I, I agree. Eggs are not as easy as they look. And I think omelets are a much trickier thing to make than it would seem. But like, I always think of um, a few years ago, we, we went on a family vacation to Phoenix and we stayed at an embassy suites and every morning we'd go down to the, the, the breakfast area and there was always this big line. You always would get in line to get an omelet and there was like three ladies, two ladies there working the, there was like, and they had about seven omelet pans going on all the burners and they had everything going and 
the eggs came out perfectly every single time. Like, if you're a professional, you can deal with eggs. Yeah, got to get your eggs down. So, um, Matt's like, can, Katie, can I only serve one egg on this next batch? And she's like, no, because you did two on all the other ones, so they're going to see it. So Courtney goes and uh, serves all the eggs, and uh, one of the guys is like, we're going to have a full Waffle House situation going on here. Yeah, and then someone else is like, well, I'm not feeling it. And Katie is like, Katie is like, oh, God, he could really fucking lose it right now. And Matt's like, oh, I just have you fucking sock repeated in my head right now. And, like, the eggs just, like, breaking. Omelets are cracking. Ugh, and then, you absolute wuss of a human being. And then just, Don't ever get another job again. <laughs> and it just ends with them saying, can you do me a favor? Can you shoot me in the head? If it were legal, I would have done it long ago, sir. And that brings us to the end of this very violent, non-cookie-eating episode of Below Dick Mead. We really exercise a bunch of demons from ourselves. I feel great now. God, I, that, that, I feel so I good after I that feel better. I really unleashed a lot. I know. At first, I was like, this show sucks right now. This show's going through a really rough time. And now I'm like, oh, my God, the cookie drama. <laughs> and another thing, those cookies. <laughs> And you. And you. <laughs> I know, Johnny Damon. I broadcasted with Johnny Damon, and you, sir, are now Johnny Damon. <laughs> well, everybody, thank you so much for being with us. We will be back tomorrow with Little Vanderpump Rules, and then we'll be back the next day with some Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. For those of you uh, who want to come join, take a seat. Get the Green Room app on Spotify. Just download it on your app store. Okay, on your mobile device and look for Ronnie Karam and Ben Mandelker on there. Follow us. And we do that call-in show on the Green Room app Mondays at 7 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. Join us, won't you? Won't ya? It's so much fun. Thank you all for listening. And everyone, treat yourself to a cookie for crying out loud. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bang. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels, Dana C. Dana Do. Erin McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. We McLovin, Karen McClellan. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You don't touch the Nicky Morgan letters. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Better than Tabbouleh, it's Annie and Julie. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She's cheese on a bagel, it's Megan Ragel. Erica, 500 days of summers. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Mina Coochie Coochie Coochie. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. <laughs>